This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we dig further into St. Luke's Gospel with Of Camels and Needles Eyes, Third Prophecy of the Passion, The Blind Beggar, Zacchaeus, and Parable of the Minas, Part 1. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
A reading from Romans chapter 8. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. Grace, mercy, and peace are ours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. I want to focus particularly this morning on verse 15 from our reading. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. In 2011, my wife and I made the decision to adopt three young women from foster care. And I don't tell you that to tell you how great we are, although I will freely admit she is amazing, but because that process has given us some insight into the text. And there, there's a lot of things that we have learned over the last decade and more that add layers to what Paul is saying here. You see, one of the things early on that surprised me in the process as we started to look at adoption is how complete it is. I mean, nobody's in foster care because everything up till that moment has gone great. Things have happened. There's police reports, there's documentation, there's court hearings. There's a mess. And at the moment of adoption, every piece of that record is sealed away never to be reopened. It actually goes so far that a new birth certificate is issued with the adoptive parents' names and the child's new name. It is complete. And the spiritual parallel is also complete and true. We are given new identities in Christ. The old is sealed away, a new creation as Paul reminds us. And when God looks at us, he sees not our sin, he sees not our past, but the white robe of innocence and righteousness given to us by Christ. This is absolutely true, even when we doubt it, and perhaps especially when the evidence is against it. Which is good. Because one of the other surprising things about adoption is how incomplete it is. How many times, I mean, like, like all parents, we had no clue what we were getting into. Nobody ever does. 
But I can't tell you how many times we would be having a perfectly normal day, or at least what passes for that in our house. And something would happen, and there would be tears, and one of the girls would go into just fight or flight mode, pure panic, for no reason. We wouldn't have a clue why, and sometimes she wouldn't have a clue why. And after words and tears, so many times we'd figure out that it was never about this. It was always about that. That there was something, some sight, some smell, some person, some song, some experience that brought back the memory of what used to be, of things that had happened in their past, of things that were still weren't sure how to process, how to deal with, things that were still haunting them even then. It still happens today. And here, the parallel is also true. Although we have a new beginning, we carry the scars of what went before. Although we are forgiven and free, we carry our own burdens. Being a Christian does not mean the past ceases to exist. And we can be rolling along in our Christian lives and run headlong into that thing that sends us into fight or flight and panic mode. And before we know it, we find ourselves living out of fear again. Fear of being left out. Fear of the unknown. Call day's coming, have we mentioned that? Fear of being singled out. Fear of not being good enough. And I don't think that experience has changed in the last 2,000 years. I think Paul had all of this and more in mind when he wrote, you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. It is so easy to fall back into fear, and I'm not sure who here this morning besides me needs to hear it, but know this. You don't have to live that way anymore. You don't have to be afraid anymore. You don't have to carry that burden anymore. Whatever you've done, whatever was done to you, you are no longer a slave to fear. You are adopted. You are a child of God, and you are free. You know, there's a moment in the courtroom. At the end of all the proceedings and all the legalese that I sort of understood, when the judge asked a question that I hadn't thought about, how's this child to be named? And you know, it never occurred to me standing there before the judge to say, well, Your Honor, can we call a timeout here? Can we wait and see? Because I've met them, I sort of know them, but I, I don't know how they're going to turn out. And so I'm not sure I want to quite commit. I, I don't know if I want to put my name on there till I see if they've earned it. Never even thought about it. Because that's not how this works. This is adoption, where you are mine and I am yours, and we are family, and we are in this together. And you bear my name, and I am your father, and you are my child. 
And this is who we are now. Years ago, you stood, perhaps you were carried, before a font, much like this one. And the question was asked, how is this child to be named? And an answer was given, and in water and word, you too were adopted. You were given the name of Christ, not because you'd earned it, not because you measured up, not because you, God knew you were going to turn out to be just, just worthy enough, but because the name is given, because we are his and he is ours. We are not slaves to fear. We are children of God. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, hold our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
have lost family, house, and possessions due to the tornadoes in Mississippi. Let us pray. Almighty God, grant that in the midst of our failures and weaknesses, we may be restored through the passion and intercession of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, merciful Father, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. In your wisdom, you have permitted these disastrous tornadoes to befall us. Keep up, keep all us from despair, and do not let our faith fail us, but sustain and comfort us. Direct all efforts and attend the injured. Console the bereaved and protect the helpless. Deliver any who are still in danger, and bring hope and healing that we may find relief and restoration. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Okay. 